Hello, and welcome to the Community IT Innovators Technology Topics Podcast, where we discuss nonprofit technology, cybersecurity, tech project implementation, strategic planning, and nonprofit IT careers. Find us at communityit.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's panel. My name is Colleen Carroll, and I serve as the NX Unite lead here at Nexus Marketing. Our topic is dialing in, being strategic about nonprofit tech, and I am really looking forward to the conversation. NX Unite by Nexus Marketing serves as a powerful community resource designed to foster connections and facilitate lasting relationships within the mission-driven sector. On NX Unite, you can find upcoming industry events, suggested influencers to follow, trusted solutions, and cause to run podcasts. NX Unite also hosts webinars, demos, and of course, panels with experts such as the lovely folks here with me today. All right, to begin with our introductions, I'd first like to introduce Johan Hammerstrom, CEO at Community IT Innovators. Johan's focus and expertise are in nonprofit IT leadership, governance practices, and nonprofit IT strategy. In addition to deep experience supporting hundreds of nonprofit clients for over 20 years, Johan has a technical background as a computer engineer and a strong servant leadership style as the head of an employee-owned small service business. After advising and strategizing with nonprofit clients over the years, he has gained a wealth of insight into the budget and decision-making culture at nonprofits, a culture that enables creative IT management but can place constraints on strategies and implementation. Johan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And Johan, I'm going to have you start us off with our first question. What are the fundamental elements of strategic planning for nonprofit tech? Yeah, thanks, Colleen. Um, I think I tend to think of three different things as being pretty critical to doing strategic planning effectively. The first is clear ownership. So it's important to know who in the organization is owning IT. In larger organizations, that may be a little bit more obvious if they have an IT department, um, but in smaller organizations that may not have dedicated IT personnel, it's not always entirely clear who owns the technology decisions. So understanding and defining the ownership, I think, is the first important element. The second is executive engagement. So even in larger organizations that have dedicated IT staff, it's important for them to know who the key decision makers are that they're working with, who owns IT at the senior most level of the organization. Um, and that's critical for the third element, which is um, coordination across the different departments and teams throughout the organization. I think too often we find that the IT decision makers in the organization are making their decisions in isolation of the other teams and groups and not connecting with them effectively. So having effective executive engagement is also an excellent way to ensure that IT is connecting with um, the other stakeholders throughout the organization in the planning process. As nonprofits evolve, how should they adapt their tech strategies to align with changing goals and missions while maintaining focus on the essentials? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry the torch for um, infrastructure and cybersecurity, which is my background and something that you know I think is just really important not to lose sight of, especially in this um, cloud based era, and especially with the increase in the, the attacks that nonprofit organizations and all you know, organizations are facing um, from different um, threat actors uh, when it comes to cybersecurity. So I do think it's important when you're putting together um, your tech strategy to make sure that you're not losing sight of the important 
infrastructure that serves as the foundation for all that IT is doing for the organization. Um, so uh, infrastructure should be a fundamental part of the technology strategy. And I think organizations that invest in that and stay focused on that find that they have a robust platform from which to do all of the other um, you know, higher level work and, and data uh, analysis and management um, that they need to do to, to carry out their mission. I think we saw this um, during the pandemic where organizations who were keeping up with changes in uh, you know, moving to the cloud, switching from desktops to laptops, were able to pivot very quickly uh, to working in a remote and virtual way. And organizations that had kind of um, taken their eye off the ball with regards to infrastructure, you know, faced a lot of challenges in adapting to the to the pandemic world. So staying focused on infrastructure helps the organization stay flexible um, and adaptable, uh, regardless of what changes may be coming. How can our nonprofits identify which tech products and services would be best suited for their particular organization, as every nonprofit has its own needs? I just want to reemphasize that. Um, Nonprofit professionals should not underestimate their own ability to define requirements so they know what, what they need to do and they know what they need from the technology, and they can define those requirements in business terms. And it's really the vendor's responsibility to understand those business terms and translate them into the tech specs of you know whatever solution it is they're selling or helping to evaluate. So um, I would just encourage nonprofit staff not to get intimidated. And if they're in a situation where someone's throwing a lot of technical jargon at them and not able to translate it into their business needs, then it's probably not. The relationship's probably not a good relationship and it might not be the right solution for them. So I think that's that's the first thing I'd say. And then the second is to just you know encourage people not to get caught up in shiny new technology syndrome and tech vendors and people selling technology um, you know, like technology and tend to get, you know, excited by the latest and greatest. Um, but you have years to adopt new technology. You're, if you don't get AI going in the next three months, you're not going to go, you know, you're not going to go under. Like, there's no technology trend that's ever come along that, you know, needed to be adopted right away. And there are organizations who still have servers in, in a closet in their office, which is technology that's like 10 or 15 years old. So, um, you don't want to be on that side of the curve, but don't feel like you, ha you have to be in a rush, you know, to get new technology. How can nonprofits develop a strategic approach to budgeting for their tech needs, ensuring resources are allocated effectively? Yeah, I, um, I agree with identifying the technology that's required for operations. And I think from going from there, what I would advise organizations to do is create an ongoing budget that includes everything. So every laptop that needs to be replaced, every switch you know, that needs to be upgraded, every financial management system that the organization needs to do its work, like put everything in the document and then you're gonna have to rank them based in order of priority. And you're not gonna be able to buy everything, you're not gonna be able to afford everything um, you know, in a given year, but by having that list, you have a clear understanding of what the organization needs and to the point that Sherry made earlier in the in the discussion, um, funding for nonprofits can be unpredictable. You know, funding can show up out of nowhere. We were working with a healthcare clinic uh, in the late 2000s, and the American Recovery Act funding came in, and they got a lot of money um, to 
to uh, implement effective use of um, electronic medical records. And they were able to use that funding to upgrade their infrastructure and it had a transformative impact on them. And they could do that because they had a clear understanding of, of everything that they needed to do. So um, I think don't be afraid to put it in a list uh, with the understanding that you might not be able to do everything. Any recommendations for how to handle getting team buy-in and avoiding pushback when implementing new tech? Employing new technology, implementing new technology systems is essentially a change management initiative. Um, so my recommendation would be to look at other non-tech change management change initiatives that have been um, carried out at the organization and which ones have been effective and what approach was taken to make that change initiative effective. Because it's going to vary from organization to organization. Different organizations have different cultures. They have different models of authority. Some organizations are very policy-driven. They're very top-down. And basically, you can just tell them this is what we're using now. And, you know, if that's how they're used to things changing, um, that will be effective. Other organizations are more collaborative. And you have to go out and get a lot of buy-in. The way that you get buy-in varies from organization to organization. Some want a feel-good exercise where everybody feels involved. Other organizations um, want to analyze everything, you know, and, and understand the rationale behind it. So just understanding like what is what has been successful in the past in making changes to the organization. Um, is a critical part of of uh, technology change being successful, and also I'm hoping this answers the um, the audience question. Uh, making the case for um, strategy, uh, strategic investments in technology. Um, you know, you want to make the same case that you would make in the same way for making strategic investments in other areas of the organization. What do you see as the future of nonprofit tech, and how can our nonprofits get ahead today? Well, I think it's important to remember that in the end, technology is used by people. And so the future of technology is really a question about the future of the people using the technology and how that technology gets leveraged in its usage for the benefit of the organization. And so I think those are some fundamental kind of profound questions that we're all being faced with. How do we work together in this new world. We have a whole new generation, Gen Z, that's going to be coming into the workforce over the next 10 years. And their way of relating to each other, their way of using technology and relating to technology is going to be very different from how we use technology now. So I think the fundamental questions nonprofits need to ask themselves as they head into the future is, how are we going to work together as people? Like, how are we going to interact with each other? moving forward? How do we build organizational culture in this new environment with this new generation coming into the workforce? How do we foster collaboration? Um, those, are the, those are the fundamental questions. And I think organizations that focus on those questions will find themselves answering the technology questions as a result. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Johan. All right. That is it for me. Again, a huge thank you to our panelists. And I hope you all have a nice rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Community IT does these free webinars and podcasts for our community. And we love sharing our knowledge and experience. If you have more questions or are having trouble with your IT at your nonprofit, please get in touch with us on our website, 
www.communityit.com so we can start a conversation or schedule an assessment. Downloading any of our free resources there will get you signed up for our webinar reminders, and you can attend our next webinar in real time and ask our experts your own questions. If you love podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a rating to help others find this leadership resource for nonprofits.